it's becoming a bit embarrassing to introduce each matmonim in the morning with a, like this is a really important principle that we've got today, because uh, that's been going on already for, for six months or more, that each morning there's something that we, we uncover, and we say this is really something important to know. Um, and the, the, the piece today revolves around the Gomorrah's interesting attempts to learn principles across Shas, from one, from one area to another. So the Gomorrah learns from Hilchus Eruvin to Hilchus Sukkah. And then the Gomorrah wants to learn from Hilchus Tuma and Tahiro to Hilchus Sukkah. Um, and, and so what we're looking at here is that ability to learn across disciplines in the, in the Torah. Um, not just within a Masechta, but across Masechtas, not just across Masechtas, but even across Darim, to learn from Tyrus into Moed and, and so on. And, and the principle is that at the end of the day, as the, uh, the, the brother of the Vilna Gon writes in, in Malat Torah, that the idea of Eitz Chaim here, I often quote this, Eitz Chaim here, that the Torah is an Eitz Chaim, and that is because you could take a seed of a tree and by analyzing the seed, you can reconstruct the whole tree. In each seed is the whole tree. And so it is with Torah. In each concept of Torah is the whole of Torah. It's all nested within, nested within, nested. So you can take one concept of Torah and you can extrapolate from it to, to many other concepts of Torah. And, and the Gomorrah does that using the Shalosh Midas. That's You can't just do it with, a, with limited intellect, but you can do it with the Shalosh Yisraelimidus, which are 13 methods of extrapolation to be able to take a principle from one area to another. We also have a principle that we're going to see in, in Masechet Yodaim, that you can't do that with the Rabbonans. You can't learn one Dirabonin in one area and apply it in another area. When the rabbis institute something, it's very specific for that area. So you can't take the principle and apply it and apply it anywhere. But in Dorises you can, because when the, the Torah gives us a principle, it's not just a, a specific law. It's a principle. It's a universal principle that has universal application, and therefore one can apply it from one area to another. What's interesting in our Gomorrah is the question of halacha l'moshim b'sinai. So I explained yesterday, halacha l'moshim b'sinai is, is where we have b'mesoira, handed down all the way back as far as we can go. We have principles b'mesoira that are principles we would not have been able to extrapolate, even using the Yud Gimel Midas. There's no way we would have come to that ourselves. And we had the, the, the memra of Rav back on Daf Hay, where Rav said, Shiurin, Chatzitzin, and Mechitzin are all halacha l'moshibisinai. The measurements that we have, the dinim of Chatzitza for Tevilo, interruptions, things on your skin which get in the way of, of, of mikveh water, and Mechitzas that separate um, uh, one area from another, are all, that's all halacha l'moshibisinai. And the Gemara says, uh, on Davov, how, how can that be? We see the Shiurim and the Torah all over, and the Mechitzas we learn from the Torah, from, from the, the Mishkan, and answers the Gemara. Yes, the actual measurement, the actual Mechitzas we learn from the Torah, but we have three principles that we would never have worked out ourselves. Gudasik Va'achit, Lovud, and Dofen Akuma, which we explained yesterday in the, in the Matmonium Shir. So the, um, those are Halachal Meshimitzinai. We couldn't have figured those out. That's seeing the world from Hashem's perspective. We can't see the world from that perspective. We're not Hashem. We're not looking at it from that perspective. So we see the world from a physical perspective. Hashem sees the world from a, 
a, a different perspective and is able to introduce a dimension and teaches us that dimension in Halacha Lomoshi Misinai. But is Halacha Lomoshi Misinai like a Doraisa, which you can then extrapolate from one to another, or is Halacha Lomoshi Misinai like a Darabonin, where you can't extrapolate from one to the other? So says the Gemara, when it's trying to learn from one case to another, from, from Hilchus Tumor and Tahiro, questions of a... a, a um, a window on the ceiling of a house, and does this tumor go through that, that window, or does it not? Uh, and wants to learn from there. The Gemara says, Shani halach hilcho tumor, dahachi gemirulhu. You can't bring proofs from hilcho's tumor into here, because these laws of tumor that you're referring to are gemiri, they're halacha l'moshi misinai. Says Rashi, hachi gemirulhu misinai. So we're dealing with something that the, that the human mind would never have come to without a halacha l'moshi misinai. That's what halacha l'moshi misinai means. Halacha l'moshi misinai is a category of principle that we could never have come to with our own minds and with our own intellects. And this is, is one case of this. In Hilchus Tumantara, this particular halacha of how the tumor spreads is halacha l'moshi misinai. The ein lavud beemtsa, this principle that in Hilchus Tumo, you, you can't use lavud in the middle of a, of a space. You can use lavud. Lavud means that if two, thing, if two coverings are close enough to one another, you can treat them as if they're actually connected. But that's on the sides. You can't do that in the center. So if you've got this window in the center, it doesn't, even if it's not a very big space, it doesn't cover up the whole space. You don't treat the space as covered. You recognize that empty space even if it's small. That's halacha l'moshe misinai. Ume halacha loy gamrin and midiachriti. And from a principle that's given to us, halacha l'moshe misinai, you cannot extrapolate anything else. Elo hahu de Just that which is given. It's, it's restricted to that area that is given. Um, so, so here Rashi makes it very clear that halacha l'moshe misinai is like a drabonin in that way, that you can't apply one from the other. Now the Gemara makes these cross these cross applications, and uh, and the Rishonim sometimes make these cross applications, and the Gedolei Achronim, just certain of the great Achronim Poskim do it. But you need a, such a heck of such a knowledge of the whole of Torah and such an understanding of the depth of each principle. So people like Rabbi Kiva Eger do it, and 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 the Vilna Gaon does it, and the Ragachova does it. There are a few individual Achronim who have this capacity to be able to link things across, across Shas and to find a principle that can apply, even though the principle is taught in one place in Shas, to apply it somewhere else. Uh, and that's why the learning of the Vilna Gaon, as we do it the, in the Chabur on Shabbos morning, is important because you learn that, that view of the Torah, seeing everything come together with, with fundamental first principles. But Halacha Lomoshi Misinai says, Rashi, you can't do that with. Asks the Mitzvah Eitan. The Mitzvah Eitan, I don't know a lot about him. He's a 19th, early 19th century Acheron who had the good fortune of being published at the back of the Gomorrah about 150 years ago. And since then, it's very accessible. Sometimes these things are muzzle. Some Acheronim are stuck in a sofa somewhere and nobody opens them. And some Acheronim got published at, at the back of a Gomorrah and everybody looks at them. Uh, and once they're at the back of the Gomorrah, the Barilan uh, online system also includes it. So the Mitzvah Eitan is right up there with the Gedele Acharonim. And of course, he was incredibly great, but we know very little about him. Um, and the Mitzvah Eitan asks, 
back from Gemara, from Davzayin Amud Aleph. Unfortunately, we learned that piece on Davzayin Amud Aleph. What happens on Davzayin Amud Aleph, says the, uh, the Mitzvah Eitan, there we had a, a, a halacha that Omar Rava v'chein l'shabbos. Migu d'havye dofen l'inyan sukkah, havye dofen l'inyan shabbos. There are certain walls of the sukkah which work for a sukkah but wouldn't work for Shabbos. So the idea is that you, for sukkah you can have two and just a little bit extra. <coughs> and that's a good sukkah. But for Shabbos that wouldn't be enough to enclose an area of Rosh Hashanah. So what happens if you enclose an area in Rosh Hashanah with a sukkah made with those heterim of sukkah? Would that work for Shabbos? One would think not. This is good for a sukkah, but it's not good for an Eruv. No, says the Gemara, Rovers Mechadish, Migu dehav yedofen le'inyan sukkah, hav yedofen le'inyan Shabbos. Since it works for a sukkah, it works for Shabbos as well. Asks the Mitzvah Eitan, but they're both halacha l'moshim isinai. The Eruvin of Shabbos is halacha l'moshim isinai, and the dofen of sukkah is halacha l'moshim isinai. How can you learn from sukkah to Shabbos? It's halacha l'moshim isinai to halacha l'moshim isinai, and Rashi's just said in our Gemara that mi halacha loy gamridin midi achriti ela howud the itmar bed. You can only learn it from the case that you've actually had. And here we'll we'll see. And and then in in on daf zayin we learnt the Rashi. Rashi says v'chein l'shabbat afal pishit sarich l'shabbat shalosh mechitzot le'asut rishut hayachid. Even though for Shabbos you need three mechitzos to make it rishut hayachid, you need three walls. Shabbos shul sukem mutar lismoch al mechitzot asukas is Rashi. For Shabbos on 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 sukkas. You're allowed to use the mechitzas of the sukkah. Yemasai b'rishus harabim samuch lefitcho sukkah she'en ba elashtaim kilchatan v'shlashit afidu tefach. If you build the sukkah next to your house, so you walk out of your entrance straight into the sukkah, but the sukkah is in rishus harabim, and the sukkah has got two walls plus a little bit extra. Machnisu matziyem in elevator. You can take stuff in and out of the sukkah. Vavagav dibshar shabbatot lo mishteri. Even though on any other Shabbos of the year you can't. Um, but for the Shabbos of Sukkot, this is allowed. The Moshe, yeah, you've got Rashi says it. Since we were taught on Sinai to Moshe that this kind of mechitza works by mechitza tzuka de levi le dofen shlema le that this should be considered a proper wall for a sukkah. So we can use it also for Shabbos. Ask the Mitzvah Eitan, how can you learn from Sukkah to Shabbos? These are two Alokha Lomoshim Isina. And Rashi says quite clearly on our page, you've got to be limited to what you've got. But here you see the advantages of learning thoroughly. The way we learned on Daf Zayin, I'm taking you back nearly two weeks. The way we worked on Daf Zayin, the Mitzvah Eitan doesn't have a question. And I'm sure you all remember very clearly how we learned on, on Davzain. We used the run. And the run says, the run says the following, mm-hmm. you've got it in your sources. The run explains, According to the run, the way we learned the run, the run is not saying you're learning a principle from, from Halacha Lomoshim Yisinai by Sukkah and you're applying it to Shabbos. Because it's a mechitza here, it's a mechitza there. That's not what we're saying. According to the run, and, and, and this is one, the only way I can find to understand this principle, it's such a difficult principle. Since it works for Sukkah, it works for Shabbos. Any other Shabbos in the year, it won't work. 
This Shabbos, all of a sudden, you're allowed to carry in this area, which on any other Shabbos you wouldn't be allowed to carry in this area. Why? So we explain the principle is, what is the purpose of Mechitzas on Shabbos? Why do you need a Mechitza on Shabbos? It's not like a Sukkah. Why do you need a Mechitza for Shabbos? To determine Rishus HaYochit, to create a Rishus HaYochit. In a place of a Rishus HaRabim, you create a Rishus HaYochit by preventing access. So the Mechitza's purpose is not, the purpose is not to prevent access. The method is to prevent access. The purpose is to create Rishus HaYochit. That's what a Mechitza is for on Shabbos. Once you understand that principle, what is a sukkah? Is a sukkah a rishis hayochid or a rishis harabim? Says, says the, the ran, the mahandilin sukkah lechol velishon betucha, you can eat and sleep in it. What greater rishis hayochid is there than that? A place where you can sleep, where you can have privacy, you can sleep with your wife there. That's, that's what a sukkah is. What great, how can you say that a sukkah is not a rishis hayochid? You're living in it. You're living with full privacy in it. The fact that the Halachal Moshim Sinai gives a whole lot of coolers in order to create these walls, but halachically, this is a Rishus Hayochid. You don't need the Mechitzas of Shabbos to make it a Rishus Hayochid. It is already a Rishus Hayochid. So the Mitzvah Eitan, he, he understands the Gboron Dav Zayin, that you're taking the principle, this is a Mechitzah by Sukkah, so it's also a Mechitzah for Shabbos. If that were so, it should be a Mechitzah for every Shabbos. If you were applying the laws of Mechitzah from Sukkah to the laws of Mechitzah for Shabbat, then every Shabbat you should be able to do that. You should be able to learn from Sukkah to Shabbos. We don't do that. It's only on that Shabbos, because on that Shabbos, this is a defined Rishus Hayochid. It's defined as a Rishus Hayochid by Hilchus Sukkah. Once it's a Rishus Hayochid, you don't need Mechitzah Shabbos to make it a Rishus Hayochid. So it's not a case of learning from Hilchese to Hilchese, of learning from, no. from Halacha uh, Lomoshim to another case of Halacha Lomoshim On the contrary, it's a case of understanding the principle of, of Sukkah, and once you've understood the principle of Sukkah, it applies in Hilchese Shabbos not because you're extrapolating, but because of definition. And that, that becomes a very important uh, limit, a very important lesson in the way we reason, in the way we think, in the way we understand. Uh, that there are times when you can work across silos. There are times when you can't work across silos. But when you really are understanding the principle that underlies a halacha, or the principle that underlies a piece of Gemara, that underlies a chazal, when you really understand that principle, that principle is universal and one can apply it everywhere. Uh, and that's part of what we do in Limud HaTorah. Thank you.